Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me again today is Emily Bauer. Emily, welcome again. Thank you. Um, Great to have you. Let's start um, with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, we give you thanks um, for your work of creation. We give you thanks for the creation of woman. Um, We ask that your blessing be upon all women, those who are listening and Throughout the world, um, may their dignity always be protected, and may they recognize um, their identity in you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So, Emily, we've kind of set up um, kind of looking at feminine spirituality from the perspective of four relationships. Um, Ultimately, those relationships are lived with the Lord, Mm -hmm. although they they do kind of point to um, natural relationships. Um, the first one being a daughter, um, that every woman is, um, by baptism, a daughter of the Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have absolutely no idea what it means to be a daughter. Um, you know, this is something that um, it's, I have never experienced nor ever will experience. Um, so... What and and you know like for me to describe what it is to be a son, um, I don't think that that's the way for us to understand what it means to be a daughter. You know, like oh, let's translate. So, how do you experience being a daughter of the father? Yeah, thanks for I. You know, I I am grateful that you just said that because I think sometimes when we talk about. Um, what it is to be a woman, we kind of measure up against, and we look at what is, like, what are the men? Mm-hmm. Who are they? Like, and what does that make us? And I think um, it's just good to recognize that it's not a measuring up thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's like the equal dignity thing. And um, yeah, so thanks for saying that. And to your point of these identities, of daughter and bride and sister and mother, manifest like thinking about them in our tangible earthly relationships, but also thinking about them in relation to God. It was making me think there's a a line in the mass, usually sometimes I think, that you can tell me. Um, it says like help us to use the things of this world and temporal affairs in order it to eternity. Mm-hmm. Right? Like and I just love that, and I think it's good for us to recognize. Let's let's like look at, you know, daughter, bride, sister, and mother. Let's like we can learn from the temporal, and what does that look like to be daughter? As I am mm-hmm. living in this world, but also to order it toward eternity and to the Lord. So I think that's that's really good. Um, what does it look like for me to be a daughter? I. That's the question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, part of hmm, to be a daughter, I think to know that I'm loved, to know that my father cares. Um, I think about a little girl who this is 
maybe this will be helpful to some women. Mm -hmm. This is a really helpful spiritual exercise for me sometimes to imagine myself as a little girl, um, to put myself, you know, in my PJs or, you know, in my favorite little dress or whatever and to bring myself before my father. And I think a lot of us have experience of earthly fathers and that experience is really different depending on who you talk to. So to kind of take this all with a grain of salt, that can really affect our spirituality mm -hmm. and the way that we relate to our heavenly father. Um, if we had an earthly father who was really attentive and caring a good image of our heavenly father, our perfect heavenly father, that's really helpful. But no man is perfect. <laughs> mm. uh, my father, my dad, he's he's pretty good. He's a great man, actually, and but he's also not perfect. So I can look and I can learn a lot, I think. Um, but I also just, yeah, all that to say, we can look at that relationship and learn. So I think about a little girl, um, and you've probably seen little... You've probably seen little girls who have gotten a new Christmas dress or my niece, she got a new tutu. She's kind of into ballet right now. And she, you know, you can imagine this girl like putting on her dress and going and look at me, <laughs> you know, like doing her little twirl. She just wants to be seen. And I think that that speaks a lot to me often, like look at me um, to the heart of, who we are as women that we want to be seen, but kind of juxtaposed with that, I see this image of a little girl. Um, this was actually an experience I had once. I watched I watched this little girl. She's probably a three or four spill this water, just like it was one of those things with the tab, and you mm -hmm. know it like comes out, and it just something happened, and the floodgates open, and she starts crying at her dad. Like you know, you can see she's like wants to hide. Her dad comes over and she's like crying and he's like, look at me, look at me in my eyes. Look at me in my eyes, Cece. And she looks and he goes, you're okay. He goes, you're okay. It's okay. It's okay. So I just think um, there's a lot of good that comes out when we put ourselves in that position of child. I'm still a daughter. I'm, you know, in my late 20s and mm -hmm. there's probably a lot to be explored in what does it mean to be a daughter in my late 20s but I think imagining ourselves there's you know there's the little girl in all of us and imagining ourselves in that place that's still a really deep part of who we are as women and you know, I, I think um, a slight little backtrack is it is true you know like so we there are two sort of theological principles when we talk about like these earthly relationships and how they help us to understand the divine is there's a sacramental principle, which is our earthly relationship. So our relationship with our biological or father or our earthly father, it it points like a sacrament to the divine reality of our relationship with our heavenly father. But then also there's this uh, principle of the analogy of being, which is is that any um, similarities between earthly things and God have an infinite dissimilarity mm -hmm. in the sense that God is infinitely greater, mm -hmm. um, which I think 
you know, that we forget that principle or we don't allow it to really sink into our hearts um, when we hold God to these mm-hmm. sort of broken human relationships. It's the comparison thing again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like maybe it's a good, a decent place to start. Yeah. But God, you know, as you can't compare women next to men, you almost, you can't compare God next your father, your heavenly mm-hmm. father next to your earthly father. It's, yeah, I think that's a really, that's a really good point you make. The mm-hmm. the other th- um, the the other thing too that kind of strikes me is I I never really quite quite understood what it was to be a son until my father actually died, mm-hmm. and um, and I think you know like as I kind of think to myself as what a son was like based on you know after the death of my father. I do think, like, um, what I, I, and I guess this is the point that I kind of bring to, to, to ask is what, you know, so I think from your, this, the, from the, um, the things that you've brought up thus far, we can say is a father kind of keeps his eyes on his daughter, mm-hmm. both in a sense of reassuring and protect, I would even say protecting, mm-hmm. but also um, kind of manifesting her dignity. You know, like the, um, you know, the, the, the little daughter wants everyone to see her. And the fact is, is that her father does see her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that kind of assurance is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, um, I don't know if, if, I mean, do you think that that's the essence of the sense that the father has his eyes on her, which is protective and reaffirming, but also, um, you know, it kind of gives her precisely what she needs, which is that someone has their eyes on her. Mm-hmm. Well, this is really, I'm so I'm taking some classes right now for a master's in psychology, and we've talked about attachments. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is making me think about it's it's secure attachment. You know, it's we want. Like we can have these relationships where we're securely attached. And what that means is exactly what you're saying. I know that this person has their eye on me. I'm safe. And the securely attached child will go out and explore and, you know, look back every once in a while, like mommy's still there. Like daddy's still there. Okay. I'm going to go. And it's kind of like this safe home base. They'll like go try something and then they'll like come back to mom or dad and, you know, have a little moment of safety and then, okay, like go out and explore again. And yeah, I mean, I think that that's like, ideally, you know, that's what we experience and what we experience with the father. And it's really worth, I think, our time to dig into this identity and to, you know, God is father and a parent that we can be securely attached to it's worth digging into that because it has everything to do with our freedom and um, our freedom to be more who we're made to be and to explore and to, you know, go out into the world. Um, So, yeah. Excellent. Well, Emily, thank you so much. Um, You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me again has been Emily Bauer as we've been talking about feminine spirituality. Until next time, peace and all good.